Hello, you're listening to Overwhelm is Optional. Hello and welcome to episode three of Overwhelm is Optional. This is a special short episode for parents who are struggling with the recent um, situation of being stuck at home, trying to work and homeschool their children. So I've heard a lot of parents are really struggling. I'm not surprised. Um, I could do the whole, yeah, of course, teaching is a highly skilled profession, but I'm going to leave that for one moment. And just see if I can help you out really quickly. I don't think you're going to have much time to listen to this. That's what I'm guessing. So I'm going to do this as quickly and efficiently as I can to see if I can give you some ideas to make you feel better and adjust faster to the situation. So first of all, you are the main priority. So as a parent, you're holding it all together or not. So um, you need to hold it all together. This is obviously always your job. And right now it really highlights that because your children are going to be dealing with a lot of unusual circumstances as you are yourself. So the aim is to get you into the best possible um, highest functioning position so that you can help your family not just survive but thrive in this situation. So you are the priority so let's start with you. If you're in a state of overwhelm where you can't think clearly and you know, if you've suddenly got to homeschool your kids and you're getting tons of work and you're anxious about whether they're going to fall behind and, you know, there's just so much going on, isn't there? So we're all feeling pretty overwhelmed, I expect, at the moment. But for you, there's a lot of tricky stuff to negotiate. So this is what I I would do. This is how I can help you. Get out of your head, into your body. So the quickest way I know to do this, so you're not going to do anything about the overwhelm, you're not going to do anything about the busyness of your mind because that's really hard. Instead, just stand or sit or wherever you are at the moment and allow your attention to move out of the stuff that's going on in your head, the overload and and the loop of doom or, or even the guilt at actually enjoying having your kids home you know that enjoying part of this lockdown there might be there might be all sorts of contradictory stuff so whatever there is for you is whatever there is for you and just for a moment allow your attention to sink into your body the fastest most stabilizing way to do this is to take your attention into your feet so just for a moment allow all your attention to go into your feet now if you're listening to this in a busy household You've got to compete now with calls from other people, noise, distraction, and your own mind pulling you. So this is like super hard. That's okay, just give it a go. Stay with me here. Just feel your feet on the ground or wherever they are. Get really curious about any physical sensations in your feet. And each time your mind or one of your kids or whatever's going on in your house pulls you out of this, Keep your attention in your feet and notice what that does. Just notice that pull, notice that frustration, notice the resentment on your time. Notice any reaction like, well, this is a waste of time. Just notice that. And see if you can get into a state of neutral observation because it will give you the space you need to start to negotiate the next few weeks. So feel your feet on the ground and just notice anything at all. 
physical sensations in your feet. And then take your awareness to your belly and just see if you can allow your belly to soften. So you're not trying to achieve anything. You're not making any attempt to relax too hard. Give that up, be nice. Just see if the belly wants to soften. And if it does, notice that. And if it doesn't, that's okay. But notice it, acknowledge it. So feel your feet on the ground. Allow your belly to soften or not. And then notice how close to your ears your shoulders are. And then just notice how you feel. So you can remain in your body, feeling your feet on the ground, noticing your belly, noticing the space between your shoulders and your ears, while the chaos in your head, your family and the world swirls around you. So I'm going to do that for one more round to help you. Feel your feet on the ground. Allow your belly to soften or not. Just notice. Allow your shoulders to come away from your ears if they want to. And if they don't, that's okay. Just notice. And then just notice how you feel. And just see if you can do that with complete neutral observation. So it's just a neutral noticing. This is how you are right now. It's neither good or bad. It just is. This is what you're noticing. And then just release that for a moment. Now, this gets you out of your head with practice. I hope it, it got you out. If it got you out of your head and the overwhelm, even for a split second and gave you a chink of hope and light, then, then that's that's great. If it really worked for you and it, it you could really see the benefits of connecting with your body even for a minute, then that's even better, that's great. But the thing is, right now, you've got a stupid amount of stuff to cope with because everything's collided into one small space. So yeah, it would be brilliant if you could set aside 10 minutes a day to start a meditation practice if you don't already have one. There's lots of things that would be really helpful to you right now that you can't access or would be really hard to access right now. So the quickest, fastest way I've been thinking about to help you get out of overwhelm and get some clarity in your thinking, allowing you to get the work done you really need to get done, to manage all of the different emotions and stuff that's going on in your family and just cope and then start to thrive gradually the quickest way i think is to to pin this kind of activity this neutral noticing this this purposely moving your attention out of whatever is going on in your head and swirling around you into your body and noticing how you feel there's, there's lots of things going on there. There, There's one, you're, you're taking a break from the overwhelm. So you're retraining your brain to focus on other than the craziness, the swirling, the busyness. And secondly, noticing how you feel is a deeply nourishing self-care practice. And right now, this is the time for radical acts of self-care. You are the, the linchpin of your whole family and you need to be okay. So you need to look after yourself. 
and there's a ton of other brilliant things, but I'm not going to go through it now because you don't need to know. So this is these these are ways to incorporate this into your day without having to add anything to your to-do list. So one idea is when you're cleaning your teeth, which you do definitely do at least once a day, when you're cleaning your teeth, only clean your teeth. Just do that. And when you're cleaning your teeth, tune into the sensations of the toothbrush. So if we miss, if we're used to cleaning our teeth and we don't clean them for a bit, we feel a bit yuck. So there's actually pleasure and and joy in being able to clean our teeth. You know, if you've ever forgotten your toothbrush and gone away, it's really nice to clean your teeth. So tuning into that is really helpful because straight away, that's a body-centered mindfulness practice. You're out of your head. You're in. You're literally inside your mouth and feeling those sensations. And it's usually pretty nice. So that's one way. So when you clean your teeth, just clean your teeth and focus on the physical sensations of cleaning your teeth. Twice a day, even if you remembered once this week, that might help you. Secondly, there's other things that you do all the time. So for example, if you have stairs in your house, each time you walk up the stairs, feel the sensations of your feet on the stairs. And then you can connect to the actual muscles you're using to go up the stairs. That's really helpful. Um, Another reason it's really helpful is that there's some really interesting research about um, exercise and the body-mind connection, which I'll share because this is like another major cool efficiency thing of this body-mind work. Um, I think there was a, there was a, I think the studies like this, I, I may get it slightly wrong, but anyway, I think it was, there was a, there was maids in a hotel somewhere and they split them into a control group where they didn't change anything. And then they told one group that the work, the, the work they did, so the cleaning of rooms, the going up and downstairs, hoovering, whatever, that was equivalent to like a major athletic work workout, something like that. I think that's it. that's right. And at the end of the the experiment, the group they told that to, all of their fitness levels improved, like muscle tone, heart rate variability, lung capacity, everything like that. So that's really cool. So if you go up the stairs, really aware of the sensations of your body moving, you know, like connect to your feet on the stair, then that goes to your calf muscle and your thigh muscle and you're pushing gently into your knee. So you can feel those physical sensations just for that few seconds you go up the stairs and you can also allow that to, to nourish your body. This is making me super fit if you want that might help and then there's what else do you have to do during the day that you just do automatically on autopilot while thinking about other things so for example boiling the kettle when you fill the kettle up from the tap feel how much you are using your shoulder muscle just notice because we tend to overuse muscles all the time And then see if you can make it as easy as possible. What's the least effort, the least tension you can create in filling that kettle? Or you might not fill the kettle every time, so let's make it even easier. You definitely have to, to make a cup of tea, you have to pour the kettle. So just using the pouring of the kettle, that one, two second activity, get out of your head into your arm and also really notice what you're doing. So if you've got a tea bag in a cup, As you pour that boiling hot water in, completely centre in visually on the the tea bag and the water going in. 
and notice, notice the change in the colour of water. So this, this is a tea making meditation. You're literally completely focusing on that just for 10 seconds. And your body-centred mindfulness practice, this getting out of the overwhelm into the, into the body in the easiest, most efficient way possible under these crazy conditions, is to, as you pour the water in, notice how much tension you're creating in your body to do that. Don't try and change anything. Just become aware. Because throughout your day, when you're getting overloaded, that's going into your body. And in general, a lot of us have layers and layers of stuff built up in our body. And that makes us tired. It's a really inefficient way to move through the day. But trying to release it all at once, that's that's like a major milestone. And you're not, you're not trying to aim to do big stuff at the moment. You're just trying to aim to adjust. So just noticing how much tension is in your shoulder or your wrist or your forearm as you pull the water in, just notice that. It's enough to notice. Notice how you feel. Okay, so that's three things. That was cleaning the teeth, um, filling the kettle, pouring the kettle, and you've also got the visual anchoring down into the mug. Now, it's very. I'm guessing that for some of you, as soon as you go to make a cup of tea, that means coming out of your work area into the kitchen and then you'll get bombarded by kids. So it might be helpful to just say something to them like, look how the tea bag changes colour. I mean, it sounds crazy and stupid, but actually kids, kids can quite like it when their parents get interested in something like meditation and mindfulness or, you know, so I don't know, you could share a bit of what you're doing and then maybe they'll go away and notice how they're feeling and connect to their bodies and start to let go of their, their tension because they've just been through a lot of anxiety. You know, there's a lot, so we're all holding it in our bodies. So you could do that or you could try the, the I'm going to go and make this cup of tea and I'm going to keep this, this bubble of space around me so that as I move from my workspace into the kitchen, I'm going to keep that space around me, but I'm going to accept that. I'm probably going to get bombarded by demands by my children or, or you know, whatever is going on for you at the moment. And that that's just how things are. But I'm still going to notice the, the tea bag changing colour. Notice how much tension I'm creating in my arm. Because you can do it at the same time as the world whizzing around you. It's harder, but it's only a few seconds. And But I invite you to take all of this with a like spirit of playfulness and lightness. Don't take it too seriously. Don't see it as a solution or an answer or something you need to strive and try for and then judge yourself and say, well, I'm rubbish at this. It's not going to work for me. Just see it as a, a like, oh, this is interesting. Let's give it a go. And then give it another go. And then give it another go. And just play with it. And just see what happens. Because this stuff works. <laughs> Seriously. And I'm trying to make it as easy as possible. Okay, so that's some, some self-care stuff like really really short to get you out of your head into your body so you can start getting some clarity and some ease and some energy back to cope with this huge adjustment you're going through secondly I'd say what are your priorities so at the moment you've got tons of external agendas going on you know schools are send a lot of schools are sending a ton of work home and <clears throat> seriously especially fractions it's always improper fractions that that parents 
um, rant about. I, fa- I find that really funny, but it's always the same thing. And um, I'm not surprised because they're... I mean, I love them as an ex-maths teacher, but man, I wouldn't want to teach them and not know how to teach them. So at right now, kids haven't been out of school that long and we don't know what's going to happen. So what's actually most important right now for you as a family? So firstly, you're really important. And if trying to keep up with the demands of all your kids' different education needs is is putting too much pressure on you, well, clearly, your self-care is more important. You're the one who's got to hold everything together. So to school at the moment, school's out for summer. Hurrah! Because seriously, a lot of kids were exhausted. So they could probably do with a lot of sleep. So let them sleep. If you've got teenagers, they're nocturnal. Let them sleep till two o'clock in the afternoon. Have a break. That's normal for them. We get them up far too early to cram learning into them. So yeah, maybe let go a bit of those external agendas and start to take back your control. This is your family under a very difficult situation. What do you want? What's important right here? Right now, the most important thing actually is that your family are well, that they stay alive, because this is serious. So I invite you to just reframe this, what's important, and go with that. I'll leave that question, that question can resonate with you for a few days. What's important here? What are my priorities? What do I need? What does my family need? And coping up with a, coping with a ton of homework might not be it. So you can rebel because nobody's going to find you. Nobody's going to tell you off at the moment. You know, just take a break and then reassess about how best to allow your children to catch up. And, you know, school's really a really inefficient way of learning because we cram kids with lots of different needs together. There's lots of benefits from learning in that way. But in terms of catching up, you know, you could spend an hour with a tutor and probably do a month in a classroom just because you know the way we learn is we forget up to 80% of of what we learn anyway and that's if we learnt it in the first place and and within a classroom you've got a ton of different things going on so in maths we always have to reteach stuff because you know the the 20% that was retained is different for each child so you've and some kids were off sick or they were pulled out for something and or or the weather changed I mean a change in weather and you lose a lesson so there's lots of good things about learning in a classroom, but it's not the most efficient way to learn academic stuff. So um, you don't need the same amount of time at home to, to do that. It's, it's just, it's a completely different environment. So don't worry too much is my point. Let it go for now. And then work. So um, now's the time to implement all your four hour work week stuff from Tim Ferriss, because we don't work very efficiently, do we? So if you're used to having six to eight hours to, to focus on your work, a lot of that would be wasted. And now you don't have that. So if you only had 20 minutes, what would you do? What's the most important thing you can do today? Because you can't do everything. And you don't do everything anyway. So yeah, it's unusual. But actually, it could be brilliant. It could be the making of you. This could be the time that you're, you learn to work in such a brilliant, efficient way that it, it revolutionises your workplace or if you run your own business, now's the time to, you know, really focus on what's the most important thing because we can never do everything anyway and we get, you know, our minds are easily distracted. So 
when do you work best? Under what conditions do you work best? What do you need to be really efficient? How can you set that up? What's the what's the amount of time you can get easy, most easily without being interrupted by your kids? Um, and and then say if if it's ten minutes, twenty minutes, an hour, two hours, what's the most important thing you can do? What's the one thing you can do that out that will bring in money and and sort your business out today? So drop drop stuff, prioritize. So probably planning you know this is like so last week was a bit of a surprise and a mess this week next week so can you can you just do step back and plan and reprioritize and then just do those things because this is tricky but it's a really good time to hone those productivity skills isn't it and to get that laser sharp focus and the practices the body mindfulness practices that I described at the beginning they will help you focus because what you're doing is deliberately moving your attention and that taking back control of your attention, that is fundamental in getting out of overwhelm. So so overwhelm is that clogged up, inefficient, exhausting way of spinning through life. The opposite of overwhelm is this ease where you know who you are, you know what you want to achieve, and you're you feel at home in the world. This is this is what I can do. This is this is who I am, why I'm here. This is what I have to share. This is this is yeah, this is me. And with that comes this clarity of thinking. This so this these are my next steps and I can focus on them. And then there's also this energy because we can stop pushing and striving and getting through, which is exhausting and it all ends up in our bodies because we neglect our bodies and because we hold on to too much attention. You know, how many times do you wake up in the morning and then brace yourself rather than waking up in the morning going, ah, oh, this is the life I meant to create. Hooray, another day. <laughs> so, yes, so this is just a really quick one to help you out. I hope that's given you some ideas. I've got a ton more, but if you're an overwhelmed parent right now, you really don't want all my ideas at once. So I'm going to stop here. I'm going to wish you, oh, a much better week, some adjustment, um, yeah, some clarity, some ease, some energy, and some joy. If you're healthy and at home and everybody's okay, there's something huge to be grateful for there. Huge. So... Have a good week and look out for the next episode.